I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman. He's Tom Painter. I am. DJ Muskratch is back here hanging out, recording all this stuff. First show of the new year. First show of the new year. Dan Morgan behind the cameras if you're watching on YouTube. And yeah, first show of the new year. Um, we took a break last week because we needed it. We needed it. <laughs> new Year's. Um, it was good. Let's just say it was good. And then the second week of New Year's was probably even better. So, but here we are. We're back. I, you know, I was recovering from New Year's uh, as a as a multiple day recovery, and I was like, "Is someone going to make the call? Are we making the call? Is there a show happening this week? Is, is there like?" And I, and I was like, "I was like, I'm ready for it, but I'm not." And then when that call never happened, I was like, oh, "Thank God." Well, I mean, it, it, you know, the show must go on. So regardless of uh, you know the situation, but yeah. every once in a while a break is good. And so last week I took last week off, but now we're we're hanging out at Fortress. Fortress Beer Works Fortress in Beer Works. spring. With, with, yeah, and we're up here. There's nothing much to talk about uh, with these guys the past year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not much boring at all. Boring. <laughs> we'll boring. introduce everybody. We have John O'Hara, Chris Gray, and Stephen Trelevin. 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 <laughs> Whatever. If it, was, it wasn't such an odd name, it would be pronounceable. It would be, well, that's maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Three hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, that works too, though. I like yeah, that. I know. Actually, I like, you know that's a, that's that's what you need on the like, back of your jersey. I need right? a jersey, a fort. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just trees, isn't it? Uh, that's a nickname. Yeah, that's trees. true. Trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes it easier. Yeah. It is weird. I mean, by the end of the show, like, I always start off actually getting names right, and then by the end, I just. John O'Hara is going to yeah. be something else, and it's like, uh, Chris. I'm going. Nope, that's not what I call you. Will <laughs> <laughs> be something new. Yeah, Fortress Beer Works, Spring, Texas, uh, just north of Houston, just a few little bit. Pretty bad spot you got here. First time out here, and, and it's it's. I hate to admit that it's my first time coming out here because I've probably driven past it a bunch of times. Shame, but Shame. I also drove past it coming here. So yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, it's a turn. I mean, people always like, oh, I, I couldn't find it, and I was like, but you'll never miss it again now that you've been here, right? Once you've so, been here, yeah. yes, you're gonna make a Fast and Furious style. Yeah, turn, we don't have great lighting on our sign. Do you have a sign? We do. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. do. I didn't. Know I, uh, there is a sign. We had this big plan for lights and a new sign, and then COVID derailed that. Uh, again, COVID. Can't put up I blame sign. everything. Supply chain and COVID, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Supply chain and COVID. Um, Can we cuss on here? Or we yeah, we yeah, just yeah. Be, be careful. Well, I mean, eventually it'll be edited for the ESPN, but speak your mind. No, no. I just want to. I mean, sometimes sometimes there's only one way to describe something. But we are here at Fortress Beer Works uh, in spring. Um, it's a pretty exciting place. You guys, you guys, ha- you guys have had quite the year because. The so we actually, I think the last time we interviewed you guys, and this is almost interviewed you guys by extension, is we were talking to Misfit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was we're House of Blues. That <laughs> like was a, probably was that during COVID. 
That's it was, it was the, COVID the two, three years of COVID. Yeah. Yes, yes. The, the decade the time of COVID. doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, shout out Brandon Mc, Brandon McDermott Band. Yes, always yes. good. Yes, yeah. That was a that was a cool event, by the way. That was, was fun. Uh, yeah, it was a fun little show. Yeah. Back in the you know had our little stay house stay at House of Blues for a little while. Yeah. And it was a good time. And and that's when you guys did the uh, the great experiment of. Uh, of, of fostering, encouraging, like 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 a, a small brewery, and and uh, now it seems like you guys have have fostered, encouraged another very small brewery, uh, yeah, a, a young buck on the block. Uh, it's uh, it's spiraled. What is that how you call it? It's uh, spiraled out of control. No, it's um, the misfit thing. You know, we've we've hit our we've inherited a bunch of. Uh, Permitting issues, uh, which we're kind of working through, but it's far from dead. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty big redevelopment. Uh, it'll be a cool spot. But then, yeah, the B-52 thing kind of came up. Um, uh-huh. Kind of came <laughs> up, and uh, I, again, without diving into macro thoughts on, on craft beer in Houston, it's cool, cool place, cool brewery. I thought it was... Uh, if you would have said, you know, hey, there's five breweries that you could have an opportunity to pick up in Houston, it's for sure on that list, right? Oh, definitely. I think oh, it's yeah, it's one sure. of the, uh, you know, there's a top five just tap rooms. That, that's yeah, not yeah. just a normal that, brewery. That, that's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, on there. No label. You know, I, I, I think there's, it's, a, it's a short list, what I would call successful breweries that are, that are cool. And, yeah, so I think the kind of a crazy story how we got there. We, we started the discussion early this year. Um, and then it kind of went to market um, for, for, for a couple of reasons, right, um, and it, which, which we fully get. It was a pretty prized asset, I would say. Uh, there's uh, a lot of breweries in town. We talked about this before the show. A lot, there's been a lot of people that have been looking to uh, – B-52 has its own story, right? Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, yeah for but sure. their tap room is incredibly unique, and, and there's been a lot of people that have been trying to like, help it out or attach themselves to it and foster it, you know, yeah. Uh, and John and I have our own stories, like, you know, spin on top of no label uh, at one point. Like, we, you know, uh, tried to pull this thing off. COVID happened. Uh, <laughs> and, and that was, like, you know, 27 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then it, it, it's nice that the brewery finally has a, you know, because the thing is about the whole misfit uh, situation, which isn't really misfit. It's more of the property itself, yeah, right? Yeah, it's for sure. Um, um, but you guys also have... You guys kind of got attached to Nomad Barbecue, yep, yep. and now Nomad Barbecue seems to be like finding its way into potentially yeah, I, everything else. I, I, yeah, I hope so, right? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I would I, think so. The, the story is probably not a different one than, than what you guys do over at No Label, right? I think uh, I think there's a lot of reasons to make it, especially we, we talked about before this, the challenges in the industry, right? And well, what you need to do to kind of survive, and, and everybody thinks it's this... I'm just going to throw a bunch of tanks in and brew beer, and I'm going to drink beer all the time. I'm going to make money, and it's far from that, as you know, right? Make so, money? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what industry are oh, we talking is, about? Is, is that the point of this? Um, that's your full-time job, right? Yeah, like right. oil and gas or, or something? You're making I beer. I just assume because yes. that's, that's the only yes. way this works. It's the only way this works, right? Uh, yeah, I think all the breweries in town are made up of NASA and oil and gas guys, right? Trying like, to get sick of their day-to-day engineering job yeah so i think um oof that's throwing shade at balancing right anomaly and <laughs> yeah. a i have an excel sheet on my phone for all right <laughs> all <the NASA> <laughs> no doubt yeah. yeah so we we man I, and i think 
for a lot of reasons, it made sense for us. Um, and again, so Chris kind of introduced people, right? Chris, Chris runs the day-to-day at, at B52 has for a couple of years. Um, and I'll let him go to his, he's brewed at Stone and a bunch of other breweries. And he got kind of hung up in COVID opening a brewery in Austin. I uh, got hung up in Cellus stuff there and COVID stuff there. Um, and then I, I worked mm-hmm. in my day job with Chris's brother. So there was a, a kind of a, a tie there. Steven was the uh, assistant brewer at B52. When we were opening the year, we were kind of getting ready to open. He would spend every Saturday derailing us from building bars and those kind of things in, in 20, you, yeah. 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 yeah. there's a lot of like weird kind of organic, uh, yeah, organic yeah, stuff organic. that happened, oh, I sure. would say. Um, and, and man, I'm still a big believer in, in the kind of Houston craft beer market. I think it's going to go through, it's been turmoil and it's going to go through turmoil. Man, I'm still bullish on it. I think there's still a bunch of great places in town. And our beer is better than it's ever been, I, I think, as, as, a, as, a, as, as a industry. Yeah, yeah, as, 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 a, as, a, oh, as an industry, yeah. not, not as a three-brewery No, 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 I, I'm not. No, I think <laughs> empire is such a loose, loose term. No, I think just like, be, like you can now go in Houston and be proud of beers. Oh, for Everywhere. sure. Yeah. And yeah. which I think that wasn't the case seven years ago. I mean, again, man, not to... Honk horns, but like no labels of different beer brewery than it was seven years ago, eight years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would, I Two would more. say, <laughs> I definitely bought some Don Jalapeno first season back in the day, but I would never have thought to buy a no label six pack, right? Uh, five years ago, if I'm in HEB and I'm walking by, it's for sure like, oh yeah, hey, let me grab one, right? Mm-hmm. So I think. And I think that's not just no label. I think that's a bunch of breweries. It is a whole right? lot of breweries. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you see so a lot of breweries open up and they just want to get product out there. Right. Yep. And, and it always amazes me when you go there and they're, they're really proud of it. Like, hey, yeah, come drink this beer and get over there and you drink it. And it's like, this is what you want to put out in the market. Right. Yep. It's like this, 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 there's like 85 more beers better than this. So at least we semi close to yep. that. And, like I said, man, over the years, that has definitely changed. But, you know, Craft Brewers Guild made a big push about, like, okay, we need to talk, talk about quality, not just quantity. And really start pushing, um, making good, like, better, cleaner beers and all that. And so a lot of breweries, not only, you know, you get a better brewer in there that's actually making better beer, and which a lot of people did, uh, but they also had to really rethink about what they're doing. Sorry, I agree. Man, I, just, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what I just said. <laughs> well, <laughs> October. It. This beer is good. October. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know. I think there's something to be said about just letting uh, brewers brew beer, and you know the market. So we were talking about this before the show. The show about like, just like walk into a store and just being like a sea of brands, <laughs> and like, brand. and we know what we're looking for, and yet it is still the sea of like colors and brand, like like what sticks out and how does it stick out and and uh, we've had a lot of conversations on the show just about distro versus tap rooms and like how like you need mm-hmm. to invest in like this a, a crazy tap room community space and uh b52 is a good one good <laughs> I, I, I feel like i don't know i, I think you guys would yeah. agree I, I think it for sure is um, you got to let John know when camping night is because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was all part of the plan. <laughs> so I went at brewery. I, I, camping so at the brewery. There's a funny you say that. So there's a there's a uh, wild flyer. You know that place? It's like in uh, towards Navasota, like Whitehall. Yeah, yeah. And it's got these. I went out there actually with Brent and Jessica, the, the 
you know, kind of previous owners of, of B-52. I, I didn't know well before, but I've gotten to know very well, obviously, through the last year. Got a ton of time for and, and that, without them, that f- the B-52 is not there, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of crazy story around kind of what happened. Uh, but we went to that wildfire, and they had these glamping tents. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, kind of half wood, half so. – <laughs> I want to put these like they're like these glamping. Yeah. I say glamping tents. They have like AC units oh, or no, whatever. Uh, and I want to put those like along that mini apartments. Little mini that's apartments. Just I want to put those along the tree line. I was like, dude, that's killer. Yeah. Chris's like, no, I'm, I don't want to be a hotel hotel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> manager, right? But True. yeah, it's the whole glamping thing because I I think it, it does come more important. It's like, man, what food are you putting on site? What do, are we are we? Uh, it, it's such are, a unique property, yeah. and like you can understand why a lot of breweries from. From from Houston and Dallas and everywhere in between would want to kind of chase it because there's it is it is an hour out of Houston, <laughs> but then it's also an hour closer to everything else. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just I mean you're, it's a you're, large space. You're it's incredibly unique. Five minutes from the lake. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. There there's extra land that hasn't even started to be cleared yet. Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy. He's like RV park. I'm like, eh, maybe. <laughs> I think, uh, funny enough, the the 20 acres right next door was going to be like a high-end RV, like lake camping, mm. and I think that deal fell, th- fell through. But, yeah, that, that, so that's that's the – yeah. Yeah, it's a cool spot, man. I'm a, it I'm is. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a believer in, in that place, right? Can, can I ask you a personal question? Yes. Or not, or not just personal. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's business-oriented. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's about BP, too. Yeah, and, yeah. and if you guys can't answer it, then we'll, no, we'll, no, we'll, I, we'll I, edit I'm, out the I'm, show. I'm a, what, an open book, transparent, whatever you so, want to call it. So – because we're in the same boat yep. over at No Label, the you know we're, we've taken on a legacy that has been that we did not start, right? But like this is something that we have fully taken on. We're not partners on anything. We've just like here we are. How are you? How are you guys? Or have you put any thought to it on how you guys honor what's come come before? It's, I feel like that's a very good question. Fair question. <laughs> Get ready to edit, edit me, muskrats, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say our, our intent was not to fuck up what was good there, right? Yeah. Um, so our kind of model here is, man, the, the intent is, and, and this is not to, I, 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 everybody, I, I, it's very well known in the industry that St. you guys kind yeah. of were looking think St. Arnold was going to probably flip it into a barrel place and whatever for St. Arnold. Um, I felt, and then I, I think thought I, it was a typhoon, Texas, St. Arnold. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, put some water slides on top of trees. So I, I felt like it was important that it stayed B-52, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now you want to argue if we want to bring back some B-52 logo imagery, whatever. I'm listening to that, but mm-hmm. I felt like it was very important that it keeps its own brand. And again, don't let me step on, or us step on what that place is, right? We don't yeah. want to fuck it up. It's, it's successful. It's a cool place. Uh, it's got its own unique culture. The culture is getting out of, I talk about like Slack and teams and the Slack. And now I'm, I get on the Slack and the culture is killer there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I work in my day job and in, in, in the corporate world and, and you kind of know, know some of this stuff, Tom. Um, we do a lot of acquisitions and the, the tendency is to f- it up. Right. Um, what we didn't want to do is 
Fuck you yeah. do a lot of acquisitions, you say. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and it's like, so how? you worry about this breed, no label. Right. <laughs> On the West End, we, we go, and get a, go and get another one of those. We don't, we don't, digesting. <laughs> we don't have, we don't have deep enough pockets for that spot, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, but I, I think it's important to like, how do you maintain that? How do you not screw it up? Yep. Um, so it, our, 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 very much our approach was, we're going to, um, Maybe we might, P&L might roll up to us, but it's B-52 as a brewery is not going to change. And I think that was important. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that's awesome. And, and that's certainly what we kind of had a, you know, it's like you're trying to make things work. And yep. But uh, recently, uh, and this is a, just a no-label admission, of, I'm like, it's, like, it's like I need to figure out a way to make sure that people that come to the brewery know about, Brian, Brian and Jen Royo, or like yeah, the like, founders, where, like, like, where, where we came like, I'm from. Like, I'm like, yeah. there has to be a place like a little history timeline. So, actually, yeah, well, no, that's a, that's a good. No, you, you set him up, I'll knock him down. There is a garden that was planted. If anybody knows B52, if you've been there, there is kind of the container bathrooms, and on the side, there's like elephant ear plant. Anyway, it's a garden, right? Yeah. And Pam planted that. Oh. Who, who's now gone, right? That's right. uh, Brent and Chad's mom. Um, so that's going to be Pam's garden, right? And and then there's, I mean, so there's a lot of that I think there. Okay. And so part of that was to try and say, all right, this is going to be Pam's garden. We're going to put a little deal up, and then that's Pam's garden. Yep. And it it kind of tells the story. I think there's a lot of Chad and Brent stories still there, right? Sure. Um, and, and I think it's important to honor that too. And that's why, I, man, and this is. They'll probably yell at me, and Chris for sure yell at me, and <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of kind of. <laughs> I'll throw back. I'm an Astros guy, right? So I like throwback. I love the kind of B-52 imagery stuff. You're a marketing guy, Tom. Um, I think there's a place for that, right? And to say that I like kind of not not, and I don't want to go back to away from what's kind of cool today, but I think there's a place for the B-52 bomber. Oh, I agree. And I think there's a place for yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think the, the old shirts. I, I still have the old shirt of just a yeah. B fifty two so, bomber. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Brent, man, and, and Brent's in Utah right now. Shout out Brent, you know, and, and we still talk. Uh, Brent, and Jessica, and and then you know Ron, his dad, still around, and still comes to the brewery, you know, mm -hmm. and like so. I, I think it's super important. I think I, I I do think that's super important. Yeah, and I think you can do little things that I, I hope preserve that. Legacy, right? Man, yeah. they're, they're like the number. I mean, I mean you're, fifth brewery in Houston, fourth brewery in Houston, yeah. right? Like, like, like you're sitting on a bunch of history, and like you just, yeah, it's weird because you've become like a steward. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what I am, yeah. like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. uh, like if someone, like, we're growing it, but we're also, it's, it's ours, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, I agree, and I agree. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just had to remind everybody of the legacy, like, yeah. Like, yeah. where your roots are and where you came from. <laughs> and a lot of new people don't see that, right? They don't know what what Brent and Chad were. You're a colonizer. Colonizer, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the first thing when people panic, right, is like, oh, yeah, Fortress Beer Works brought you know bought B52. Ah, man, we were not trying to. It's a bigger brewery. Let's be honest, right? It's a bigger brewery with more established culture, all that. And these guys will tell you that, and and Geo back behind the bar, and all these people. We are adopting a ton of things from there here. Not vice versa. Yep. Because, man, I, I got so much respect for that place, right? And, and kind of what was built. Um, and, it, I'm, and, and, again, Tom will appreciate this, right? It's like it's, it's a running – so many breweries in Houston are um, 
still kind of mom and pop driven and the people work in the business and all this. B-52, I would say, is probably one of seven or eight in Houston that runs like a business. Like, the owner doesn't have to be standing there for things to get done right. because of people like Chris and Steven. And I think that is such a huge place where most breweries need to be driving towards because otherwise they get burned out and I mean, we're in a place where... Not just breweries, right? any business, right? Any business. <clears throat> any business. Yes. No. So, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think no. also the, the fact that you guys are you know, between, like... I mean, just just on the 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 retail side of, of we gotta take a break. I know, I know. <laughs> we're, we're cut, it, cut it, my stretch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time to take a break and uh, refill some beers. When we get back, we'll talk more with everybody over here at Fortune Square Works. This is Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN. Be right back. Hey y'all, this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We are a family-owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street. New Magnolia Brewing serves up a high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers. Everything from our award-winning lagers to modern IPAs, funky sours, and of course, classic European styles. Our taproom is open seven days a week, so come enjoy our spacious open indoor taproom or one of our large outdoor seating areas. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at New Magnolia Brewing. Hello everyone, this is uh, Trevor Brown from Lone Pine Brewery coming at you from Magnolia, Texas, home of Yellow Rose IPA. We're new in cans, I don't know if you've seen, we're now in aluminum, Yellow Rose, Gentleman's Rose Nitro, Jabberwocky and Zenos. We'll be doing seasonals and Zythopal releases every quarter. So join us at our beer garden, open seven days a week. We've got live music, food trucks, kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice. Find us at LonePine.com on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks everybody. Hey y'all, this is Andrew, the Mayor Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. Decca Beer Company off 494 just north of Kingwood is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for Decca Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at DeccaBeer.com. That is D-E-C-A Beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers and stouts, definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery, Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HGX markets, more. 
Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry. We're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas. Come out to No Label. Alright, we are back on. This is Drinking Majors Radio Show here on ESPN 96.5. Tom Painter, I'm John Denman. We are hanging out at Fortress Beer Works in Spring. And guest John O'Hara, Chris Gray, and Steven Trelevin hanging out. Tell you, man, Trelevin. 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 Well, Trelevin, Tre- I Tre- forgot where we're, we're Texas. So Trelevin. Trey Levin. Trey Levin. That Trey was, yep, Levin. That's how you say it. Yes. And, and some that's beers right. have been poured. A lot of yeah. So what exactly are we are we pouring the glasses now? And <laughs> which brewery is this from? Tried and true <laughs> beef and stew breakfast stout. Breakfast okay. stout, which has been on the menu for a long time. So. Yep. Yep. And I I have uh, I have some old bottles from Beef Fifty Two, uh, quite a bit actually, that I need to probably. How old? 2014, Ooh. 2015, Ooh. stuff like that, so some double box. And yeah. <laughs> you should see these faces. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, you are. You did see the faces. Are yes. they like the Brett double IPAs and stuff? No, I don't have any of those. I okay. didn't save those. Okay. No, it's okay. more Drink the, those. Yeah, the, drink the, those. The, the stouts and stuff? Is that what you mm-hmm. have? Okay. Some of the stouts. Okay. The uh, yeah. Bourbonators. Nice. I think you brought, 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 brought it. We have a bourbonator. They're, they're I brought a t- that's 2022 bourbonator. Oh, yes. That beer was always delicious. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I got a couple you. bottles to pass around. So. so, Fortress, though. Let's talk about Fortress for a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. You're on this little. <clears throat> Again, like I said, I, I, I pass it up. Um, driving down, what was that, Luetta? What, what street is? We're Spring Cypress. Spring Cypress. Spring That's Cypress, it. and uh, we're I right in between. Everything looks like Luetta. That road over time. there, which it used to not be able to see, but it's uh, 2920 in Spring Cypress, basically, where okay. it comes into 45. The yeah. heart of spring. Heart spring, of spring, Texas. Splashdown. Splashdown. Yeah, basically. <laughs> close. Very close. And I don't know when the last time you guys went to Splashdown. I was a uh, kid. It's been about 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I was a kid. yeah. at least. Was a kid. 97. How old am I? It's been a long time. But uh, last time I was there, there was just a lot of kids in diapers. And you're like, I don't want to see kids in diapers yeah. at water parks, man. It's just, get, put, a, put a bathing suit on that. You know, just, just, yeah. just yeah. not, I don't know. Maybe it's different now. But I remember I was like, yeah, we don't have to come back here. <laughs> Typhoon Texas. <laughs> yeah, ty- 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 Typhoon Texas is, is the new, uh, yeah. The splashdown. The speaking but, of Typhoon, Texas, uh, do you guys do the Wild West Brewfest? Funny enough, B fifty two did this year, we did, yeah. And uh, I was kind of cornered, and I, and I was like, you know what? I committed to two different people. We're doing it next year. This year. This year. This year. <laughs> yeah. I always forget we've slipped into twenty twenty three. Yeah, we're we're, we're gonna now. we're gonna do it this year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah the fortress thing, right? Like we. Uh, we're, we're four acres kind of here, right? Like you said, off 45, not too far from uh, Water Park, Splash Town. <laughs> um, we started as kind of a bunch of oil and gas guys, and it spiraled, and it, that's a whole different story. Um, pretty you traditional. You guys are in it now. Uh, no doubt, right? <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, so we, 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 we tend to lean kind of traditional beers. 
Um, we kind of got overwhelmed over, I would say, over the last couple of years and just we probably took on too much. And B-52, the whole B-52 thing kind of swallowed, for me, for sure, swallowed 2022. Um, so we're super excited in that my business partner, Dion, who's not here, but and he's been doing 40-hour, 50-hour work weeks and his day job and then doing 40, brewing every weekend for four years. Um, so I, I would say it, it probably meant that we were just trying to keep up. You know, we did probably uh, 750, 800 barrels, almost all those out of the tap room in 2022. So a big part of the B-52 thing was it allowed us to kind of share resources. And, and one of those uh, is for sure, Stephen, Trelevin. Tree leaving. Tree living. I know. I kid. It's Tree Levin, and, and 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 we call him Trees. So we're super excited because we had a relationship with him before, and so now he gets to come in, and we have a brewer now that is not a weekend brewer, right? So it's the first time in, in three and a half, almost four years, that we have kind of we're turning into a a growed up business, right? Where we have a a, a, a real brewer, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I say that it's, this is not to denigrate. Dion, by any means, just a guy who's here every day, all day, and that's his focus, right? So, um, yeah, so we're we're super excited to have Stephen. Uh, this is this is kind of my intro day. His itch, this has not been announced publicly. I'm gonna I got a couple of pretty groovy pictures we're gonna post. Uh, so we have actually, <laughs> oh, ironically I gave, enough, I, I want to see yeah, these pics. <laughs> Funny enough, have two new brewers. I wanted a new brewer at BPC that I'll let maybe. Uh, Chris talked to, but Stephen, yeah, is, is, is now officially as of really January 1st, he's kind of started moving to the role, but he'll start to put his touch, I would say, on uh, on what we do here brewing-wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy deserves every bit of it. I mean, like for the past couple of years, Stephen has been one of the most reliable people I've ever worked with. Um and just super interested in every aspect of brewing and uh, just learning everything he possibly can. So, yeah, I'm super excited to have him here for Fortress. Yeah. Well, thank you, both of you guys. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do it and uh, be a part of it. And like John said earlier, kind of the organic. Uh, I just I live in the area, and I, we started coming up here, me and some buddies, and we see a brewery pop up and we're gonna go visit these guys and then so they're nailing stuff in boards and hanging stuff up and we bother them and bring them some bottles to open and then we mess up the rest of their day because we brought all these bottles yeah, to open of course <laughs> they're, they're like so, okay yeah. fine i'll yeah, stop what right. i'm doing and come drink a beer with day. you it's noon yeah um so yeah and and i've just been taking in a lot of information over the past few years uh ian our brewer at b52 has taught me a ton um, he's moving on now to a new new adventure, um, but I, I got a lot of information from him. I had been studying beer for a few years before that. Uh, I have a few certifications and stuff, BJCP judge, certified Cicerone. So CPR. It, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so I kind of came into it uh, kind of book knowledge type way, and then I got into the physical brewings. Uh, thing so it was a weird big eye opener for me going into the commercial brewery like seeing things happen and so uh, I learned a lot and I'm, I'm excited to keep going and uh, I'm pumped to do some stuff here just had my first brew two days ago and here at Fortress so 
ready to put, pump out some new fresh beers. So I'm like, so, yeah, yeah, Nate, three weeks from now, I get to come over and try your beer. Yeah, exactly, yeah, dude. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I think he actually kind of brewed with wine from Misfit doing a I new did, batch of did. Northwest Corridor. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is a fun industry. And, and making beer is exciting. I mean, I think home brewing is one of the best hobbies anyone can have in the history of mankind. Yeah. And then... I don't think we were talking about kolaches earlier, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I feel like that would be a pretty good like like home hobby too. Making kolaches, yes. right? Be a yes. great hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, I mean, a lot of people, you, know, you you start off brewing some beers at home, doing some things, and then like, like me personally, I brewed a couple batches, follow the recipe. It's like, man, these beers turned out pretty damn good. Let's keep this going. I'm going to make my own. And I made my first beer I ever made by myself. Just like wrote the recipe out real quick. Tasted it like you just walked out and started chewing grass. I mean, it was like the worst beer I ever had. And that's when I'm like, I probably Drank it anyway. Actually, drank it anyway. We drank it. Yeah. My, and my friends were like, this is good. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's, not <laughs> it's, it's terrible. And so, you know, and then you start like, okay, let's read. Let's actually learn how to do this. So like, like the, and then you scale it up to a brewery and it's just a whole nother animal. So, I mean, yeah, you have to worry about cost yes. and shelf life. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are these words? Yeah, there's, there's this whole other like mm-hmm. aspect to it that you have to start thinking about. Yeah. yeah. So, Portraits, when did you guys open up? How long ago was that? Whew. March 18th, the day after St. Patty's Day, 2019. And we got shut down. By COVID, one week shy of our one-year anniversary. Good times. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hell <laughs> yes. I was going to say F yes, but I'd say hell yes. But, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be a celebratory time, and instead. Yeah. It, it spiraled, man. We started. It was like Dion had been brewing his garage for 25 years, and then we were there, and, and long story short, I uh, had some access to like 200 square feet of warehouse space. I was like, oh. We should take your stuff. Your beer's good. Throw it on the wall there. Seven acres, 8,000 square foot of warehouse space. And a million dollars later, we're here. So it was like one of those, like, <laughs> I mean, like, where did it, where, where did it come unwound, right? Yeah. But, man, I don't regret it at all. It's the best people, I would say. Man, it's it's the Johns and Toms of the world, and it's, uh, man, it's whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not running like a whorehouse over yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it would probably the make John, more money. The Johns and the Tom. <laughs> I was like, actually, that sounds like a that probably is a good business model. Actually, yeah. it makes good money. Well, it makes better money than beer. It, uh, it's certainly a great beer name, the Johns and the Toms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we're we're coming up on four years. It's funny how quick it it, it kind of changes. Um, COVID definitely throws it upside down, I would say, in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. Um, I, I, admittedly, I think we could probably be – we're probably not brewery insiders, I would say. I think it's a, maybe we're a little different in that – actually, it's not, that's not uncommon. But we, we weren't, like, in, ingrained in the brewing business in Houston. So uh, we, we've, we've – kind of been we have our good friends at 11 below and location six and all these other places that uh, i'm very close with 
And we're working at kind of maybe being closer to, to, to some of the brewing brethren because I, I think we need to do better at that because um, I do think it's a family. And, I, and I, I, I think we probably didn't do a great job of that the first year, but we're working hard on it. Well, I got some tips, uh, I, and during the break, I'm, I'm going yeah, to give them to you. Yes. <laughs> Just the tip. Yeah. No, no guys, actual tips. I mean, it's a beer show, Tom. Come on, man. There we go. What? I retract the tip. <laughs> what, are, what are we drinking right now? That is Lost Wanderer Barley Wine, B-52. It tasted like a good barley wine. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. I was like, is this mm, bourbonate? No, shit. this isn't bourbonate. This is, this is, but this is good. That's not bur- I have bourbonator next. I uh, know, no, I yeah. see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll be called u- it's u- ubernator because it, 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 it's <laughs> waiting for the the final segment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anniversary, four year anniversary coming up. Yeah. March. March eighteenth, I that's guess. The plan. Right, like that. Yeah, that's the plan. They and they are friends, Brandon McDermott. I think he. I think he penciled himself in as the as the music. Excellent. But yeah, yeah, it's our four year anniversary. Um, four years is good. Yeah, man, I'm 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 not I'm not unhappy. I'll put it that way. Um, I I think the path we're on is a good one. Our people are the best. Um, we've done I think a lot of things right. We got a lot of things to learn from that I think we don't we 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 fuck up a lot of stuff too. Let's be honest, right? So what, what I hope is year over year, we try and cor- course correct on things we don't do well that helps us survive because this ain't the easiest industry. No, it's not. But if you got it right every time, you would question that. Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, wait, wait, wait. This is too easy. Yeah. You know, like, like something bad's about to really happen. And so as long as you keep the bad stuff to a minimum and where you can control it, then, yeah, man, it's all good. Last another four years. Yes. <laughs> God bless us. Go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, your, your four is something to celebrate. And then uh, your five will certainly be a big one. Yeah. You have, you're 12, right? We're 12. So so it goes, it goes one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> ten. And well, then uh, ideally, no, no one cares until well, even, about even like four or five. Not, 20, yeah. <laughs> not to pivot the talk. But See, 12, is that is that the third really, longest yeah. in Houston? It is. It is. It is. Yeah. I think that's uh saw the new logo. I like the uh no one cares. the slab, the whole oh I like the whole thing. Man. I, the, <laughs> I, I, I like it. I think next year it's gonna look very similar and it's gonna be like plus three. Plus <laughs> three. <laughs> well you know, no one cares. It's just like it's because uh, you reach the anniversary. Because you reach a certain milestone and then it's just like once you hit ten years it's like it, it's it's funny, John and I were talking about this recently because, you know, Backfish has, has you know, Unfortunately, has, has closed its doors, and it's one of those things that, like, you know, everyone notices when you're not there. Like, like, oh my God, you know, like, I can't believe this. I'm gonna miss you, and it's just like, well, if you don't show up, you yeah. know, yeah, true. By the way, yeah, true words have never been spoken. Yeah. It's like uh, when 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 you're there, no one notices. When you're not there, people go bananas, right? Yeah. And I think that's a very, very true statement. I, I showed up when, when Chris at Backfish announced that he was closing down. I, I went over to, to, to Backfish to try to get a tent actor, and he was like, oh, everyone came and, and bought all the merch. And like, I'm just staring at him. I was like, oh, snap. He's like, yeah, n- now they showed up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and I think we're all – It's. I, mean, I think the message for, for everyone is that 
there's these places that are these historical, you know, Springs First Brewery, or you know, or like like you're you're doing this job, that and you mean a lot to people, but like people just need to come on come on out and support local because like show the. F- up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap this segment up, man. Let's take a break and guess. Well, I think we're doing all right on beers for now, but yeah, it's time we got some bourbonators coming. Bourbonators coming. All right, let's take a break. This is Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN ninety seven point five. We'll be right back. A little blase about the games that we play. I'm a little blase. I'm wondering if you'll stay. Tired of this conversation, all of the sounds you're making. I'll let your chapter rumble. I sink into the abyss. QT Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non energetic, and non motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. QT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. Hey, guys. Bobby Harl from Backview Brewing here. Just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal, King's Brow. A German Fest beer perfect for Oktoberfest season, but still can handle this Texas heat. Available through the end of September, but while supplies last. So don't sleep on it. Go out and grab you some. Cheers. At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did, we take them because of the result. Bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers. True Anomaly Brewing. Beer for the explorers. Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room, hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update on our tap list and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local H-E-B, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. Hey Houston, this is Bryce, 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing and crushes this summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at 11 Below Brewing. sensitive to get you to the only heaven there is, a planet out there. All right, we are back. Yep. No, you can do it. John, bring it. Go for it. What's John is doing? John, bring us in. (laughs) Bring us in. Love you, John. All right. All right, fine. We are back. This is Three Pages. (laughs) Hope everybody's having a great night tonight. And... uh, Man, we're hanging out here at Fortress Beer Works. We are having a really good time, man, because uh, I mean, we, we kind of doubled up on breweries for one show. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of B-52 beers going around. That Bourbonator, uh, Bourbonator. Made, made its appearance. So we have John, Chris, and Steven hanging out. 
Wait, Tom. It's a, it's no last a, names. It's a fun. It's a fun, it's a fun <laughs> night out. No, no, no. We we have our John and Tom's collab coming out soon. Uh, <laughs> to benefit the sex workers of America. Oh man. I love it. The conversations that happen in between segments. Um, either way, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Bourbonator, for one, has been, I mean, it's been just one of the better beers brewed beer. around the Houston area yep. in a very, very long time. Traded all over the place for all kind of things, like uh, the yep. other markets and stuff like that. So I have a few bottles, some old ones at home that I'm like, man, one day. Thanks for I, bringing. I, today, today probably would have been, the, <laughs> would've would've been, been a great, great day, day for it, actually. To bring those. Yeah. I have some, uh, like, old no labels bottles you know some perpetual peace and some of the sours and stuff that is like oh yeah that's that's right tom i see you like three times a week one day i'm gonna bring that bottle we're gonna crack it open yeah yeah that'd be good uh perpetual peace is always good the uh but this is like uh an art that i feel like a lot more people are moving away from bottles so it's nice to see a a bottle it's nice to see a bomber yeah we're like kind of moving back towards it um uh, it's not really like a bomber per se. It's a 500 mil bottle, but oh. but we we are uh, really trying to move closer to doing uh, <laughs> very regular uh, barrel age releases. Uh, hopefully on like a monthly basis, but you know right now it's like every two three months we're releasing new bottles. I mean that's a that's a yeah. pretty good schedule, honestly. <laughs> like, like most breweries yeah. are like they're like, well, it's their ten year anniversary. Yeah. Let's release mm. a barrel aged beer. We're we're, yeah. we're 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 super excited about staying in business, so we want to release something <laughs> once a month. Like, up that a little bit, right? Uh, we're, we're like fired up about it. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, people yeah. still get excited about releases, yes. right? I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they still do. Yeah, I think it's actually. I would say the history of B fifty two is a lot of releases, right? Mm. Like, yeah. Man, it was every Friday for a long time, right? Yeah. And and go ahead, Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah, let me huh? preface that by Chris <laughs> is running the day-to-day. Yeah, yeah. He's so run the day-to-day I'm, for two years at b 2 Yeah, I'm operations manager. I've been running the business as a whole for two and a half years or so. Um, and, a, I mean, a ton of stuff has changed since I started until now. And one of the things that we pretty much had to start from scratch in 2020 with our barrel-aged program, uh, there was, it wasn't very well managed before 2020. And so we had to dump a lot of stuff and we pretty much had to start over. And uh, so now we're actually starting to get into this routine of of having these uh, regular uh, bottle releases, barrel-aged releases, uh, sours, uh, spirit barrels, all sorts of stuff. Um, and they, they do really well for us. And so that way we can just continue to be releasing them on a regular basis. So, I mean, the last yeah. time I was up there, there were so many beers on tap. Yeah. A yeah. lot. I mean, were there what, 30 some odd, uh, or yeah, we don't, just, we don't have that really, many uh, on tap. It's anymore. hard for me to argue against that. I think you're right. <laughs> when, when was the last time you were there? It's been 
1987. 1987 was a good time. Lake Conroe was happening. Yeah, it was <laughs> Man, I remember this purple thong year. over at the yeah. beach club. Some fake purple. boobs had just Man. gotten. Let, let's all say about the flashback into the A lot of big bright boots <laughs> rolling yeah. around. Jet skis. A lot of jet skis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. We we don't have like thirty beers on tap anymore. Okay. We've consolidated things what about the into jet skis? we've we've like dialed things Fair in. Point. Like we've looked at what beers do really well and what do what does people what do right. people like, and those are the things that we're focusing on. And we do one offs, uh, like we do. We'll do like a dry hot pills. We'll take breakfast out and make a s'mores breakfast out. And mm. We'll do one offs for things like that. Uh, but we usually maintain around 15 to 20 beers on tap, which I feel Much like is... Much more manageable. Yeah, way and more manageable. I, yeah. I, I sympathize. I'm aligned with what you said, John, because first I went there, and, and it's a numbering thing with uh, untapped. Yep. And I was like, why do we have 35 beers on tap? We don't... Not, it's every, actually tap, only, not every tap is... Yes, every tap beers. is taken. Yeah. And, and, and so I agree with you. Like, and so, like, man, how do we slim this down to get us where... We have 15 really badass beers on tap. Yeah. Versus 30 and 10 of them are sink poor or get drunk beers, right? That, that's the, that, that's right. the stuff that we took out, yes. right? Yes. We stopped doing... It's a fair question. That, yeah, we stopped doing that yeah. type of stuff and we have just been focusing on what is, tastes good, mm. you know, and just do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and kind of a weird I mean, even like say, a bar, <laughs> right? A bar sure. that, that you walk into in like 30 taps was pretty standard for a while. And then it like 50, 100, 150 taps. You know, it's like, no, man, there's going to be so many beers it's, that it's, people aren't I, drinking. I would put this back. Is it not a 50, 50 tap bar dead? I would, I would hope so, yeah, honestly. Right? Because you, you, you can't turn that beer fast enough, yeah. right? It's going to be either old you can't drink them all. It's old, stale. I would say if you have 50 taps, you are five years ago. I have had some really bad, really good beers from places. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I'm yeah. like, no, man, this, you didn't give me the yeah. right beer. Like, yes, I did. I'm like, go look at the keg. They went and looked at the keg, and they came back like, oh, no, this really is that beer. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. So I, I'll interrupt. I do think that uh, Tom is having one of our better Fortress beers in Salvador. We're pretty proud of it. It's a yes. Mexican lager. That's yeah, great. And uh, I think Steven's proud of it. And well, he <laughs> says it says says it's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> I had one. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. yeah, it's I, solid. Um, I, I, listen, I, I think there's a lot of the beer culture in Houston is is moved. There was a time where it was like hazies and more like pushing the edges but like ultimately there's like I, listen i want to throw back uh a really drinkable beer with a little bit of a bite in abv and this kind of for me this hits all the notes yes yeah. yes <laughs> well well it's kind of like double right because you know i want that but then i also just want to sip on a doppelbart yeah. that's it yeah. i want to have a little yeah, or taste some bourbonator or actually something normally else. i would say i was gonna have a johnny walker blue but we don't have that here but then, you know, same that, thing, right? Different discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. the Viking Blondes, yeah, I think it's solid. Like the like the Viking Blondes, pretty delicious. Salvador kind of hits that. You know, like I I was at a restaurant last night and I was drinking a ton of Modelo. Good beer, by the way. Modelo is solid, especially a Michelada Modelo. Like Michelada's done right, just like. 
Um, but you know, I mean, you know, at a craft brewery, you want to, you want something that's incredibly drinkable, but you also want the. You're at a craft brewery, like, and, and kind of you get that bite in the ABV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just want a beer to taste good. Well, yes. true. Yeah, it's, we we started this whole thing probably about four years ago. It was like, man, let's just quit calling it craft beer. Let's just call it good beer. Yeah, as long as the beer is good, just call it beer. And so it's kind of dwindled down all the, the stuff we say before that. It was like, man, that's just a good beer. I think, uh, well, I mean, you and I are kind of at at all. It's a little, uh, on some of that stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, I get the whole craft beer thing. But at the end of the day, I think there's, there's beer that's made locally, local beer. Like, there, there's something about going to a place that is – it is like, hey, here's this brewery in Spring, or here's this brewery in Conroe, um, and you or Katie, go, or Katie, and and you go there, and like here you have someone that lives not, like not too far away, making that beer directly here, and like it's like yours, like as a community, it's yours, like you have it, you own it. And there's a lot of pride there. I mean, there's a reason, and this is the conversation we had outside of the show, but like, like why. We work so well with communities and with cities and stuff like that. Like part of that's like lock and step, like with breweries. Like. Well, but look, look at the rest of the world that's made beer for thousands of years, and this little town has this pub. This little town has this pub. This little town has this pub. Uh, yeah, it, this little area is is are breweries in Houston not becoming now bars for families, right? Day bars. And I would say, where does no label? Uh, no label, I think, is firmly entrenched in that in Katy, right? They have a playground. Yeah, yes. Playgrounds, and yeah, they, yeah. I think um, they have a splash town. We just upgraded our playground. <laughs> Thank you. We have a typhoon, Texas. Shout out! <laughs> How dare you? A Texas typhoon, Texas. Don't you feel like it's <laughs> a? It's like this thing where you start going. We got to get a bigger. We got to get a bigger slide. As no label we need a bigger slide and then you look up and you have a 70 foot water slide <laughs> and no label uh, i think coming out of the silo I, I, <laughs> yes i think there's a line on and i've talked to other breweries about this right like because my, like more often than not like breweries are becoming these family-friendly destinations right you, you guys are like mm. open for all yeah. right yeah the but yeah. You do nine, wanna... nine dogs just barked while you said that <laughs> well i mean yeah well, you know, it's funny. So the last show we did uh, of 2022, we were under the radar. And it was funny because there was this one guy who was All right, well, let's wrap up the show before. Did we, <laughs> yeah, did, does this turn off and up. then it becomes like uh, after hours? And then then like that's the after hour stuff that you can only find in certain places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't tell you where that is. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We put, yeah hey, Kevin puts that on dark web. The, the, whatever the, <laughs> the, the, the dark, dark web is. <laughs> he's, shaking, he's shaking his head. But you know where it is, Kevin. The dark yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, people what? ask me, they're like, what is the dark web? I'm like, oh, man, you don't want to know. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't want to go there. But, no, appreciate you guys having us out, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad I finally made it out to the brewery, Fortress Beer Works. Super amazing place, man. Uh, the beers are really, really good. That's really bad. good. So, uh, I don't know, can you find it? Uh, are you distribution? For sure, for sure can find it at all breweries. No, and, and we're starting to, we were on about uh, 150 maybe bars and restaurants across brands. Maybe yeah. 40 in Fortress and 80 in. Okay. Yeah. Um, Give or BT2. take. Yeah. So, and I, I think you'll see that ramp up over this year. And also, imagine all, all the times that we've been able to talk to people and they're like, hey, we have, 
100 like 150 places across brands yeah, across locally <laughs> yeah. like, like, like it's, it's just like you guys are pioneering this. it's unique it yeah, is definitely unique you, you guys are are doing great things for the northwest corridor Mm-hmm. And we'll also, there's that Northwest uh, <laughs> a double hazy IPA. That that's is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. No, but Fortune Brewer Works, man. Appreciate you guys having us out. It's been a whole lot of fun. Thank and you. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Drinking Vegetables Radio Show. <laughs> you can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to, I don't know, Tom, all over the place, know, man. All, all the place. Where are we going next week? Next week? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Where is we'll it? We'll figure it out. But uh, you, you, come you, check you come to B fifty two. They're going yeah, to B fifty two. Location <laughs> six. So maybe we'll be out of location six next week. All I know is two weeks from now we'll be at Platypus. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm getting. Get, get, we're get, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta train the liver for that show. <laughs> yeah. For who? Platypus. Platypus. <laughs> All right. Now appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Everybody be safe, and we'll talk to you next week.